I'm trying not to say your last name because I don't want to. It's Haitian. So it, it has a little bit of a French flair, you know, and I don't want to butcher it. I have a hard enough time when I have to say something in German. Okay, so I, I, I rather, he can tell you how to say his last name and we'll all learn how to say it, but he is Brother Robert, he is our brother, and I am so happy to have him here today. Brother, come on, she's going to start the introduction um, music to the broadcast, and by the time you get up here, um, she'll give you a signal with a green card and you can start preaching. Okay, I'll get this out of your way. Morning. Uh, it's a pleasure and honor for me to be here with you today. Uh, pastor Gary Hooper was my pastor when I moved to Fargo uh, in '97. I'm originally from Haiti. I came to the U.S. in '94. I lived in Iowa, Illinois, and then North Dakota in '97. When I came here this morning, I felt the same spirit that I felt when I visited the Family Worship Center before joining uh, back in 97. So it looks like it's the same church. And then I heard that's where Brother Hooper started as a believer. So I think uh, the Family Worship Center probably was an extension of this church. And, uh, and I was pleased to be a member until we started the Haitian ministry back in 2002, and then we celebrated 21 years uh, last March, and Bishop Mark uh, came to visit us, and he preached for us. Everybody was blessed. So I feel good to be with you today. Uh, pastor Gary Hooper, even though he's no longer my pastor, he retired, and then we have the Haitian church, but we stay in touch from time to time. We communicate. And then he called me uh, one day, uh, telling, asking me if I would be willing to be here in his place because he won't be available. So I accepted. <laughs> the full name for me is Jean, which is Jean, Robert, and then Galen. Now Jean is J-E-A-N. And then when I first came to Fargo, and then people would see my paper. And I remember I went to the, to the hospital one day, and then uh, the lady looked at me, said, she said, she was looking at the appointment. She has an appointment with Jean. And then she looked at me and she said, where is Jean? And I said, you are looking at him. It's Jean. <laughs> because Jean somehow is seen as a female name, but the whole name is Jean Robert, Gélin in French. Uh, so I, for all, most, most of my time in North Dakota, I've been going by Robert, the middle name, because that's not easy to confuse. Uh, we have uh, one set of verses today in the last book of the Bible that I would like to share with you. And I believe those are things that you already know, but it's good to have a reminder. 
uh, as believers. Uh, the Lord did that. Peter did that. I mean, we need reminders uh, so that our own spirit doesn't confuse us or the enemy himself doesn't confuse us. So we need to be reminded of what it is that we have and where it is we are going. It's like driving down I-29 this morning. They said 75 miles per hour once, but every now and then I'll see it again, 75 miles per hour. So I don't go, go over <laughs> because that's a reminder. Amen? We have uh, five verses in Revelation 21. And personally, I love those truths, personally. Let me read, and then, uh, and then we'll talk about that. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the older order, the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Amen. I, I love the fact that um, the Lord revealed to us that at some point, he will be making everything new. Because quite frankly, you know, what we have now in this existence, in this life, you know, as, as Paul said, if, that, if this is all there is to life, then we are not in a good position. Amen? Amen. If it is all there is to life, then, then why bother even coming to life? The Lord said, I'm making everything new. And he could have just said that, and we would believe it. But they give us some details here. He will wipe every tear. No, no, the same one. Yep, give it up, give it up. Back, please. Huh? I did not put the timer, but... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he said, I'm making all things new, everything new. And he said, let's look at it again. Uh, and we, we have read some of it. Uh, there will be no more death. He will wipe away our tears. There won't be any more sickness. A lot of things, hard things that characterize our experience here on earth will not be there anymore. 
there won't be crying, there won't be pain. And the Lord said, I'm making everything new. And I, I love that because this life we have here, it's a life of pain, it's a life of mourning, it's a life of suffering, it's a life of death, so to speak, because there is death at the end. But the Lord said that won't happen when he makes everything new. Amen? So, and there will be a new heaven. There will be a new earth. That's part of, of the hope we have in Christ. There will be a new heaven and a new earth. And right now, there is a lot of suffering on this earth. We all know that. Some of it is caused by natural disasters. I'm from Haiti. We had a, an earthquake a few years back that killed over 250,000 people. And then after that, we had another one two years ago in 2021 that didn't kill too many people. And uh, I believe last week there was a little bit of quake again that killed a few people. Those are natural disasters. And it's not just that. Sometimes we have floodings. Look at what's happening in Canada with that fire. This is, I mean, the earth itself, uh, we could say it's not a good place for people to be, but, but that's where we are. Amen? But the Lord says, I am making everything new. He will make a new heaven and a new earth. And then he invites us to be there. And he says, you know, he will be uh, he will be their God, and then the people will see him. He will wipe every tear down from, every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, or mourning, or crying, or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. There will be, imagine a place where there is no tear. We don't have to cry at all again. I have cried for things... Bad things that happened to me. I've had tears in my eyes. There won't be death. There won't be mourning. There won't be crying. There won't be any pain. There won't be any pain, any pain whatsoever. Physical, psychological, mental, whatever pain we can experience right here on earth, that won't exist anymore. And he said, I am making everything new. And personally, I want to be there when that happens. Amen. Amen? I want to be there. I want to be, you know, in a place where the Lord himself would be the one comforting me. You know, the, the Lord himself would be the one making sure that I do not experience any pain whatsoever for whole of eternity. That's the promise he has. Now, because the New Testament did not stay there, you know, stop there throughout the different um, books and chapters. Uh, there is more details available regarding that plan that the Lord has to make everything new. Uh, when, when we reach that place, that new heaven and new earth, where there won't be any of those things that characterize our experience here on earth, that will be it. It will be eternal. That will be it. That once we get there, then we are there, we stay there, there is no more time. Eternity. Amen? So, but before, let's look at the, the second slide, please. Before, uh, uh, before that happened, before we reach there, uh, yes, okay, you can leave it there. Before we reach there, 
uh, I put it in, in different order. Instead of saying one, two, three, I go three to one. Before we reach that new heaven and the new earth that we have here in Revelation 21 and 22, the Lord says in 1 Corinthians 15 and other, uh, other places in the New Testament that we will have a new body. We will have a spiritual body that cannot be corrupted by disease, that won't age. You know, I'm not that old, but I cannot run down the stairs anymore. I'm careful when I go down. I just, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. my kids can go through and I say, okay, that's fine. There are some stuff I cannot do anymore. And I, I remember old times, but uh, things change with time, right? So we will have a new body. The Bible says a new spiritual body that cannot die. A body that death cannot touch. That's where we are going. And in the book of Philippians, the Lord says, you know, Paul said, what the Lord did with his own body, he will do for us too. So we saw what happened with him after, his, after he was raised from the dead, after he raised himself from the dead, the type of body he had. The Bible says we will have the same body, the same spiritual body that can no longer be tempted, that can no longer be touched with illness, that, can, that cannot die. We'll have that. Now, my thing is uh, that no spiritual body will come before we go into the new heaven and the new earth, right? The Lord, you know, we first Thessalonians said, those who died in Christ, they will, be, they will raise from the dead, new bodies, and then we'll go up. So before we go into what we saw in uh, Revelation 21, the first five verses, before we go into that eternal place, no heaven and no earth, we'll have a new body, a new physical body to do that. But the New Testament also explains that before we get that new body outside, we must be a new creature, a new creation in Christ. Amen? So that's the reason I put it three to one. That, one, that part will happen after this second one, and the second one will happen after the first one. We must be born again so that when the trumpet sounds, we will have that new body because we are already a new creature inside. Amen? We are born again inside, and Jesus explained that to the people who came to him. He said, if you are not born again, you cannot make it. So we must be a new person, a new self inside by the work of the Holy Spirit. When we become born again, then we are on the path to receive that new spiritual body and we are on the path to go into that new heaven and the new earth where there will be no more pain, no more death, no more suffering, no more crying, no more nothing that's bad. So it starts with us being a new creature today. And for, Lord, for the Lord, the way I look at it, for the Lord to deploy that plan of his to renew everything, he somehow hire peop hires people to help him with this plan. For example, 2 uh, Corinthians 5.17 said, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The same language that we read in Revelation 21, all things have passed away. But now in the way we live, all things must pass away. And one way the Lord helped us do that is what we read in Romans 12 verse 2, 
we have to let the Lord renew our mind after we become born again, after we become a new creature, we must agree to renew our mind because if we do not renew our mind, we will go back to the old things, the same old things we were doing before. Amen? Now, what does the Lord do? When it's time for him to give us the new spiritual body, he won't help. He won't, the Lord will not need help from anyone. He will do it by himself. When it's time for the Lord to go to, to deploy the new heaven and the new earth, he will not need assistance or help from anyone. He will just do it. He said, I'm making everything new. But for us to become a new creation in Christ, he needs our help. Not help, he needs our collaboration, so to speak. Amen? We must agree to become a new creation. We must also agree to renew our mind. We have something to do with the first part of what the Lord is doing. We must accept to become a new creature, a new creation, and also we must accept God's will to renew our mind all the time. And then as he is doing that in our lives, the Lord, are you with me? Are you with me? The Lord hires some people to help him with do that. They are called pastors. He is one of them. Amen? Pastor Crawford is one of them. Um, in his ministry, I mean, I don't know him too much, but we have communicated, you know, uh, every now and then. Like, for example, when we were moving to the new church building, you were there with, uh, with Bishop. Uh, from Bismarck, and then we discussed the ministry and then the church. And I also uh, went to this church website, and I see some of the things you've been doing. So how could you have been involved in, so in some Chinese student ministry a long time ago? Do you speak Chinese? No. Interpreter? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying is that as the Lord is doing this, the Lord help bring calls people into ministry to participate in what He's doing in the life of other people. He called, you know, we, we all know uh, Ephesians 4 that talk about apostles, evangelists, prophets, pastors, and teachers, and or doctors. Those are people He calls, work with them, so they can somehow help Him because we are co laborer with Christ. Help him help people become born again. Help him help people renew their minds. That's the reason, you know, the, the preacher, the pastors, they are always encouraging people to stay in the world, to come to prayer meeting. So that's the Lord through them encouraging people to accept his plan for the new creation and also to renew their mind. But as they are doing that, they are also on their obligation to watch their own lives. Amen? Because they are also part of the program. The pastors, the bishops, they are not angels from heaven. They are human beings. You know, look at that. Pastor Hooper was here as a, what is it, as a young, young boy learning this stuff. So, the, the people the Lord calls into ministry, they are humans. So, while they are helping us in the church to accept the Lord's plan to become a new creation, and then to renew our own mind. They have to do that in their own personal lives too. 
because they have to be a new creation and they have to renew their mind. So they are helping people renew their minds and they have to renew their own minds. So who is helping them? Do you see what I'm saying? Amen? The preacher is, the, the, the pastor is preaching, the bishop is preaching, overseeing churches, you know, doing Bible studies, all those things, pulling out what the Lord puts in them for the Lord's service to the church. And then who is pulling into them? Who is helping them? Uh, usually, usually people, accept, uh, people expect their preacher, uh, you know, their pastor to be almost perfect. And he just said it earlier, we are not perfect, we are called. Amen? So as the pastor is praying for the church, is the church praying for the pastor? You see what I mean? As the pastor is pulling himself into the Lord's work so that that plan, when the time comes, the Lord will have as many people as he can uh, to enter in that new heaven and new earth, to have that new spiritual body. As the pastor is working with people, to help them accept God's plan to become a new, cre- a new creation in Christ and to renew their own mind, who is encouraging them to do that in their own lives? You know, is, I, mean, I see what you did here. You, you are, we are celebrating, you know, what is it, 20 years of service here, which is very good. Uh, that's a good way to show your appreci- appreciation uh, uh, to the bishop. But I think probably... We can do more, you know, we can do more because people, the, pe- people that the Lord has called to, into his service, sometimes they neglect other parts of their lives so they can focus on what the Lord has called them to do. So the church can stand up behind them to support them because they are humans too. Amen? They have to renew their own minds too. They have to ensure that when the trumpet sounds, they too go up. It's not just the church. Amen. Are you with me? So the Lord has made the plan for everybody. And he has, among the people, and the bishop just said it very well. Uh, Let me see if I can remember the way he said it. Uh, How did you say the, the cross before the call? You said something earlier that we need to make sure that I don't know. I, I don't remember. But you, what you said earlier was that um, serving the Lord is okay. Serving the Lord is more important. It comes first before whatever ministry we may have, whatever gift, spiritual gift we may have. So I don't remember the exact words you used, but I completely agree because the people, if we look at the New Testament, the people the Lord uh, calls into ministry, they were His disciples first. Amen? They became his disciples. He taught them. They became part of his uh, team. And then after that, he sent them to do stuff. So the people the Lord has called to become pastors in the church of God, for example, um, to, to labor in prayer for the church, to pray individually for every, each and every member of their church so they can go spiritually, so they can renew their mind. These people also need people to pray for them. Because when the time comes, everybody will have to be able to receive that new spiritual body so we can enter the new heaven and the new earth. Amen? Amen. It's like um, one, one, one uh, analogy 
I, I used to make is that um, where I'm from, I mean, in Haiti, not a long time ago in the past, you could, you could go, for example, to a bus station to take uh, a bus, public transportation, to go somewhere, and then you will find people walking there, you know, giving you ticket or whatever, helping you with their bags, and then you get into the bus, and then you go. They don't go. They were never planning to go. They were helped to, there to help you get in and go where you want to be. So we don't want our pastors to be like that. You see what I mean? To help us get to heaven, and they don't go themselves. You see what I'm saying? So we need to, as they pray for us, to help us become a new creation in Christ, as they pray for us and help us to renew our minds, we need, as a church, to be thinking about them too, to pray for them, every now and then to give them a call to ask how they, how are you doing? How is the week? Amen? Because they are not angels from heaven. They are humans on earth. All the uh, issues we have as church members, our leaders have too, because they are humans. So it's good that we are celebrating uh, with Bishop today, that uh, no doubt those gifts he has received, you know, mean more to him than the monetary value of those things. It means like the church is thinking about him and then trying to bless him in some way. Uh, I, as a believer, I've been a believer since 1982, so 41 years now. Uh, as a believer, uh, I encourage you to continue to do that because Bishop is looking after you in some way to ensure that you remain a new, a new creation and then you renew your mind, but he himself also is doing that for his own life, uh, to remain a new creation in Christ and then to renew in his own mind so that when the time comes, all of us can go up together with that nobody to enter that new heaven and new earth. Amen. God bless you. It's been a pleasure for me to be here with you. My first time in Wapeton, my first time in this church. But uh, I thank the Lord for this opportunity and I thank Pastor Hooper. And I'll give him a call uh, when he's back to tell him thank you for the opportunity. And it's been a pleasure for me to be with you here. God's plan of salvation includes the new heaven and the new earth. It includes a new spiritual body for you and me. A body that will never be sick again. He includes a place where there won't be no mourning, no crying, no pain, no death, no anything that in that category. It will be life eternally. It will be a place where justice will dwell, as it says. We live, in a, we live right now in a world that has no justice in it. Amen. But as we prepare ourselves to receive that nobody, no spiritual body, let's make sure that we let the Holy Spirit renew our mind so that our mind is new, our spirit is new, our soul is new in Christ. Only the body, the phys this physical body is getting old, but that's okay, we'll get a new one. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Did you enjoy that? Yes. Amen. 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 I'm so glad that you could be with us, brother. Amen. We're going to have to have him back. Yeah. We're going to have to have him back. I enjoy immensely.
And so they, they asked me, because you're from, our, from Tri-City um, Ministries, if you were going to sing. Because your, your, your church is known for singing. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's not put him on the spot. <laughs> we'll let him do whatever he wants to do today. Well, I am glad that you could join us at New Life today. They are at Facebook um, Live and uh, YouTube. And uh, we're located at 1021 South Center Street. And we would love to have you come join us and be with us in person. You have a great day and walk in the newness of life. Let the Holy Spirit renew your mind so you can be more like Christ Jesus. I will see you next time. That was good. <laughs>